0: It's time once again for another episode of All That's Jazz, the podcast that explores everything in the world of jazz. And here now is your host, Alan Scott. Introspection is a reflective looking inward, an examination of one's own thoughts and feelings. Introspection is also the name of the debut album of my guest today, a New York-based Korean jazz pianist, composer, and educator, Mi Lee.
1: I was born in Seoul, yes, in 1983. (laughs) At a young age, I discovered my love for music. I did my associate degree at the Seoul Institute of the Arts in Korea. At the time, I learned about many types of commercial music, including theater, bandstand, and media music in Korea.
0: She incorporates her own thoughts and feelings in this release, which is a blend of her cultural background with the disparate musical traditions of big band jazz, post-bop, chamber music, and even Brazilian music. While there are hints of classical music in the album, it is jazz that is the basis for her seven original compositions in this recording.
1: I have always wondered what jazz is and what the secret of the improvisation is. If someone said to me, there are so many elements from the classical music from my album. I know that. But I didn't study classical music officially. I'm not a music family. I'm not from musical background family, but my father really enjoyed listening to classical music when I was young, when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. That's why maybe I can feel a little bit classical elements.
0: It should be noted that Unmi's love of jazz actually began from the smooth side of the aisle thanks to suggestions from friends and teachers as well as the music of Spyro Gyro.
1: Many friends and teachers introducing the smooth jazz like a G.R. or Dave Grusin, something like that, introduced me. So that's very new for me at that moment. So I was wondering, wow, what's the sound? so that is the starting point interesting what is the jazz music like that but I, now i got many different types of taste of the jazz but starting point is i really love the spyro jitter i really love the song the morning dance I really like the melody and that kind of rhythm, so I really played a lot that kind of song.
0: Eventually, her love and tastes in jazz changed thanks to Western influences and educational experiences in the Netherlands and the destiny awaiting her in New York. Our conversation today begins with her move to the Netherlands. I'm curious about the fact that you fell in love with the United States, with smooth jazz music, but then you ended up getting a bachelor's degree in music from the Netherlands. How did you end up in the <laughs> Netherlands?
1: <laughs> That's true. So I was given scholarship, Holland, to it, excellent scholarship at the Maastricht Conservatory in Netherlands. That's why I chose that school. There is no reason to study in Netherlands, only for the scholarship, unfortunately.
0: Oh, no. Well, that makes good sense. I mean, if you have a scholarship, why not go there? And obviously, you excelled at it and did very well, and you finished even a year earlier in your studies than normally what other students would do.
1: Yeah. But at that time, uh, my Korean professor made for me a recommendation letter for the Netherlands school and he asked me me is it really fit for your style music style you really like the smooth jazz something like that but he's he thought Netherlands is not fit for that style so he asked me do you really want to study at that place you know i didn't know that i never been to europe before So I made the decision to Netherlands to study music. But I didn't think about what is the style of the Netherlands music. I have no information for that. But that's good for me because uh, in Netherlands, I studied about more style of the Western music. They have also classical department as well. So I can listen more about the chamber music at that moment. Or avant-garde style. They really like that.
0: But your major in the Netherlands was jazz piano.
1: Yes, correct. They are also have jazz department. Two departments: classical department and then jazz music as well.
0: But then after that, you studied jazz piano at New York University. That's where you received your master's degree.
1: Yes, correct. As the years passed my musical curiosity and taste have diverse fields so I came very interested in jazz and love it so I decided to my master degree in New York
0: did you get a scholarship there or is this something you just decided to move to New York and then find a place to study
1: there is no scholarship unfortunately but at the Netherlands I heard about so many times about New York jazz and I also met Sheila Jordan at Netherlands. So she really? said- Yes, uh, she got a master class at my conservatory and she performed very well, some bebop tunes in there. I was fascinated that sound. And so I said, oh, nice to meet you, Sheila. And I really love that sound. And she said, there are a lot of types music in New York.
0: What a what a great influence on you to find that at the suggestion of Sheila Jordan, you find your way to New York.
1: So I want to run about more swing. Absolutely, I really love the swing rhythm. And many people said, if you want to run about swing, you have to go New York. So that's why I decide to get my master' degree in New York.
0: And this is also where you had a chance to meet and work with people like Ari Honig and Alan Ferber.
1: Yeah, I met them at NYU actually. Alan Ferber is a man of great personality and musicality. In 2021, I first met him online because of the COVID-19 situation. He is a great teacher and music mentor. I learned about jazz composition from him. In particular, I asked him for a lot of advice and discussed about big band music. Ari was also my teacher at NYU.
0: As a result of this association and of meeting Alan Ferber, he ended up becoming the producer for your debut album as a leader, Introspection.
1: Right. As I envisioned my debut album, I thought of him. Alan Farber as a producer, I sent him an introduction of my seven compositions and sheets of music things and asked him if he could join me. And he said, why not? Yes. He always encouraged me by saying that my compositions are beautiful. And Alan really helped me a lot in gathering people, good performers to play my music. Also in the recording studio, he helped me a lot so that I could only focus on my piano performance at that time.
0: Not only is Alan Ferber a producer on the album, but he is also in the band as the trombonist on the recording, along with Ari Honeg on drums, Tony Cadlick on trumpet, Remy LaBeouf, John Ellis, and John Gordon all on saxophone, as well as Joyce Hammond and Meg Cora on violin, Lois Martin on viola, Jody Haig, and Maria Jeffers on cello, Matt Closey on bass, and Vinicius Gomez on guitar. This particular album is very much a combination of straight-ahead jazz and what sounds to be like, Chamber classical music.
1: Yeah, maybe my taste just changed. There is no special reason for the style. I listen to many traditional jazz in New York, and I really love that chamber music as well. So that is my current situation, my taste about music. It's
0: interesting that you chose to name the album Introspection. Why Introspection?
1: To make music, I always think about my personal thinking and image. I just express by myself by using musical material. So I think my sound, my music just represents my soul and my personality. So that's why I decide Introspection is the best word, express my debut album.
0: Well, it reflects your thoughts and your feelings about a number of things.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Let's talk about uh, some of the tracks that are on the album. You have seven compositions, all of which are your compositions, and I believe you also did all the arrangements?
1: Yes, I did.
0: So the album opens up with a a tune called Gimmick. Uh,
1: I often feel... That when people talk to someone or want to be more noticed or attractive in a situation, there is another ego that each person uses. So, I have tried to express that images in a tune. In some ways, it could be a picture of me when I open up my ego, my gimmick that only I have.
0: True. I think we're all attracted to people because they have uh, a certain ego or gimmick, as you call it. Uh, And was this this particular song maybe a reflection of your ego?
1: Yes, sometimes I have no confidence about something, but sometimes I just pretend looks like more attractive or I have confidence, something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's my gimmick for some situation.
0: It's a, it's a great way to start the album because, first of all, it's, it's very much a straight-ahead jazz composition, and it does make a statement, and it opens up uh, on a big uh, big note, uh, and it really establishes the music from there. <laughs> you follow that track uh, with a song called Suspicion, and, and that changes from the straight-ahead jazz to a chamber piece
1: yes suspicion this tune was initially composed as a chamber piece and created to experiment with compositional ideas outside of the functional harmony you know uh, my composition habit is always just choose my but i really don't want to do that sometimes because i think most important thing in a composition is just escape of the composition. Mm-hmm. So I just did by using that song.
0: features uh, your guitarist uh, on there as well. Yeah, right. Did you intentionally uh, set it up or write it that way or arrange it so that it would be strong on the guitar side?
1: Actually, I made another instrument in there, to be honest. I used a Ruan. Ruan is kind of Chinese instrument, uh, kind of guitar, something like that. So I made song first by using that Luan because I like the sound. but I choose the guitar instead of that.
0: And it, uh, it is a beautiful song. Uh, and that, that's followed by yet another piece of classical or chamber style music and that's 519.
1: What's, yeah, that first is... of all,
0: what's 519?
1: <laughs> Actually, there is the date. The May 19th.
0: Why is that Uh, significant? What's important about May 19th?
1: That was a day in the Netherlands a few years ago. I had a lot of experience, different cultural background in there. Uh, At the city, Maastricht is a very small city in Netherlands. There are a lot of people from Luxembourg, German, or... France, there are a lot of people. So May 19, 519, I believe experiencing various various culture is excitement of the reading, thrilled books or trying new food. The same applies to meeting and interacting with new people. There are so many feelings with meet some new cultural background. My feeling is kind of uh, changing, like that song.
0: You can tell that because uh, the tune, when listening to it, uh, it does mix different styles, and you hear it almost to an abrupt stop. Like at the beginning, you have about uh, a minute and a half of very strong chamber-like music, but then it stops and the piano comes in, and it, uh. it, it becomes more <laughs> jazzy, if you will.
1: Actually, there is no stop for the music. There is a time, same time, but I changed the meter. That's why there is some point by using stop, but no stop for the music. Anyway, this tune captures for the emotional changes I experienced while emerging myself in new cultures and meeting new people in Netherlands.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we we've been mentioning chamber music, and oftentimes chamber music is uh, associated with classical music. Right. 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 But uh, I, I think what's happened here is that there's a different description now of that music, uh, and I don't know if it was something that you had said or maybe someone writing about this uh, type of music, and they called it chamber jazz. I-
1: Yes, they call that. but for me, that is kind of just type of the jazz category maybe.
0: It's a great combination of music, regardless of how, how you want to hear it or describe it. And I'm even seeing many jazz artists now are incorporating more things like strings uh, mm. in their music.:
1: Yes, I always think about more important, what is the texture? for my music. That's why I choose the strings.
0: You follow that by a tune called Narcissism. Why Narcissism? And what is that about?
1: I'm not good at social media, actually, before the pandemic. But as you know, we had to use social media thing at that moment. I found myself with much more time to explore social media. Think maybe I need power by using narcissism on the internet. thinking maybe we need narcissism for that. So that's why I call it narcissism.
0: On social media, there is a lot of narcissism that takes place in the interaction between people. Uh, And uh, it's a fun tune. Speaking of fun tunes, uh, you you wrote uh, a tune after observing a lot of people at Washington Square Park. And you ended yeah. up w- with, a, with a, uh, a song called Mr. Weird.
1: Yes, I live very nearby Washington Square Park, actually. So every day, almost every day, I went there and take a moment, observate many people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes I feel, oh, I, I'm a very dramatic person for today. Or sometimes I'm very glad for something i saw many people looks like me but they just pretend uh, focal face you know Mm -hmm. but i just saw them uh, by using my imagination that people something like like me something dramatic moment for today or something sad some people looks like really strange and really weird person in the Washington Square Park. But I thought someday people also think about me, Miss Miss Weird, something like that. So I just write a song by using that feeling.
0: So, So do you think that maybe Mr. Weird is looking at you and saying, wow, she's weird?
1: <laughs> Why not? Yes, yeah, sometimes I thought the other person is a weird person, but interesting, fun. But sometimes also the other person think like that, of me. So that's the fun tune. So <laughs> like
0: how, how did you do that or say that musically then? What did you put into that tune
1: that would reflect Ah, that? Yeah, that melody, actually, that is the Korean famous melody. That person is a weird person that is kind of child singing. E mean or something like that. I just applied that melody at that
0: tune. And then uh, the couple of uh, last tunes that are on the album, one is Wavelength, and that starts out very nicely. I love the way that you chose to have Matt Closey on uh, double bass uh, that uh, leads into that track.
1: The tune was made in COVID-19 period. People really encourage each other to endure at that moment and just help each other for that time. I believe that there is always empathy in the human mind. Mm -hmm. So that's why I choose the bass, the mat is the best intro for that song.
0: And then, of course, you close the album out on a very high and positive note with a song that you call Azure, which, first of all, was, uh, from what I understand, uh, you composed this only on the white keys to create this song. Azure, which is beautiful blue sky, uh, and that reflects maybe some hope and just the wonder of, of the world.
1: Yes that's my favorite color actually azure sky and favorite color of my heart i'm thinking what is the good melody for that so nature is the best way to express for that so i choose the one of the one of the idea choose the starting from the white key first
0: Well, it's a very unique approach, uh, and it comes across in, in a fine fashion, uh, and I'm sure you're pleased with the end result for Azure.
1: Yes, and I really love that.
0: What are your overall impressions about the album?
1: I'm very glad. I just feel my current situation, my musical style, and i really enjoying the sound of the album.
0: You've struck a good note or a chord, uh, no pun intended, with many, many people, including uh, one reviewer from Jazz History, Tom Cunniff. I I loved his quote about you uh, after uh, reviewing the album and listening to it. He said, Lee has already developed a unique musical voice and a highly personal approach to music, composition, as well as improvisation and she is certainly going to develop into one of the greatest musicians of her generation.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. If someone listen to my music and feel like that, really appreciate it as a musician.
0: So where is this musical journey going to take you next?
1: I have many plans for my next album. It will be maybe big band album or my piano trio album. I have two plans, actually, in the future.
0: Well, how can people learn more about you? You have a website, I believe?
1: Yes, yes, I have web- my website.
0: And your your website is music.com
1: And social media as well. And I have Bandcamp as well. That's it, that's me.
0: Well, th- this has been delightful. Uh, and I, I thank you very much for your time today. Kansamida.
1: Kansamida. That's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of All That's Jazz with pianist, composer, and educator unmei
1: Lee. We'd like to thank Ben Cedrin for the use of Mr. P's Shuffle as our theme song.
0: And visit us again next time for another interesting conversation on All That's Jazz.
1: If you like today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating on the streaming service you use. All That's Jazz is available on every
2: major streaming app, including Podbean, Apple Podcast, and Spotify,
1: as well as Facebook and online at allthatsjazz.net.